You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumtown Podcast, episode 62. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Today's guest, she is the founder and owner of Blushed Hair Salon. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I'm sure you all will be inspired by her story. Let's chop it up with Nikisha Brown. Nikisha, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? Glad to hear that. All is well on my end, too. First things first, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Yes, it is. Thank you as well. Yes, ma'am. Of course, we're here to talk about Blushed Hair Salon, but before we go there, let's get to know the woman behind the brand. What's your story? <laughs> okay. Well, let me start off and keep it simple. Um, my name is Nakisha Brown. I am from originally from Mobile, Alabama. I That's where, okay, let's start off. I'm a hairstylist, of course. So it started off. I was 13 years old, uh, doing hair at the time, living in a, well, I can't say small or a small city. Uh, it's pretty big, but living in a small town where I stayed, uh, growing up, I, I I was around artists, makeup people, um, hairstylists, uh, my older siblings doing it. And I started off just planting hair, braiding kids around the neighborhood's hair. And it actually became a business. Um, before I turned 14, I was getting paid for it. I was doing adults' hair, and I'm a kid. So uh, that's my ground, I, my root, um, I could say, for me starting off hair. Becoming professional in the hair field, I'm going to fast forward. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to really be a hairstylist. Uh, at the time where I started, I'm not ashamed. I am 34 years old. <laughs> and at the time... I am the birth of, we're near the birth of social media, Facebook and everything. So in that era, hairstylists or their career wasn't actually a, a career to take serious. It was more of a, you're going to do this at home and you're going to still go out and get a job or a nine to five, which no offense against nine to fives. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't come from that background. So as a young um, adult, um, getting into my teen years, I'm, I'm pushed kind of to make a decision on whether or not is this going to be something that I want to do the rest or I see doing the rest of my life. When I got to high school, I had some things come along in my life. Um, parents passed away and I had to move. I left Mobile, Alabama, went near Birmingham, Alabama. And there is where I actually lost my passion. Um, going through mental stress, um, all those things. Uh, I know I'm, I'm big on like mental health as well. But um, going through a lot of that, I found myself just saying, hey, I just want to go to school and just see what what's in store for me in the future as far as career. Later, I made the decision with the help of family members of going to college. I didn't know I was going to go to college. <laughs> I actually wanted to go to hair school, but I didn't have the strong passion. So I went to college, um, came back down, Montgomery, Alabama, went to Alabama State University. And that is, I love that school. So I <laughs> uh, went to Alabama State. And as a freshman, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I went into the BA, which was business, um, I'm sorry, School of Business Administration. Make sure I'm saying it right. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all good. So, 
I went to school um, not knowing exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew that it was going to be somewhere around business. How I know this, I don't know. Maybe it was God leading me, I'm sure, to that. Um, but I ended up going to business. Of course, you have to take your um, pre-course classes. So that still gave me a little time to see what I wanted to do. Um, the passion of hair came back to me. I had friends. I had done their hair. And I, I'm in college now. You know, it's, it's about partying. It's about doing your work. But at the same time, you just seeing what you want to do in your life. But you making a hustle for yourself because I didn't want to call back home. Um, at the time, I had my aunt who um, helped finish raising me. And she always called, like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Um, I'm going to go to class. But let's just say I was doing hair a lot. Uh, it became a career. Like, as for it took me back to my Mobile, Alabama days when I was younger. And I had that spark back inside me when I came to Alabama State University. I didn't know by at least those two first years that I was going to create a career for myself. Um, the name Keisha Blush. Okay, that is my hair name. People think that's my last name, Blush, but that would be kind of cute, but it's not. <laughs> so the second year of college, um, being in the BA, I found and networked with some beautiful people. I had some people that was a, that, that majored in CIS that that was doing web design. And they were like, hey, you know, you can get some pictures, take them and stuff, and you can make a web website and everything. And I'm like, what? You know, no knowledge about those things. I just want to do hair and make a little extra change. So I ended up moving off campus because I was on campus when I first came um, because I it got overwhelming with everybody coming to my dorm room. It was literally like a shop in my room. I know my roommates probably didn't like that, but they were just so understanding because I did their hair for free. So <laughs> at, <laughs> at the time, I was like, please just, just bear with me. Uh, I moved off campus. Um, I'm in the BA. I'm, I'm learning things about marketing. Um, of course, you got marketing, finance, accounting, all that stuff. And at the time, I'm like, okay, Keisha, you got to go hard if you really want to take this serious and you're making good money. Um, just the name. I know I can make at the time when I was in college, I knew I was making at least a thousand a week. Now, for some people, it depends, you know, um, on what college, well, I guess what you're doing in college or um, as a career. If you wasn't in college, I didn't know if that was a lot or a little, but I knew that I kept my bills paid and I, I, I was eating. Um, I was also a type of person, too, that I didn't mind. Um, sharing that um, that love of my passion, I did. I joined, um, excuse me, uh, fraternity sorority because it's it's not a divine nine. Um, it's called Gamma Sigma Sigma, and what they do is, is they service. And when I joined them, I started doing outreach programs. I started working uh, with doing children hair. Um, of course, this is like nonprofit, so I'm like, dang, I must love this stuff because I'm doing it for free. <laughs> and later on. The blush name originated because everyone see me. They say, you always smiling. You're so happy. Even on days when I wasn't happy. I'm the type of person. I knew that I got to keep going. Um, so I'm always meeting people because you never know who God's going to bless you in front of um, to help you along your way. And that was teachers, professors, everything. And so they say you smile a lot. And I was looking for a name because I wanted to get a name for myself. Everybody else had like a little name. And I didn't know nothing about this um, business wise. Um, the name Blush came about because I looked up actual to smile, to laugh, like looking up things. Um, and it said blush. And I was like, okay, that sounds like makeup. That sounds cute. It's beauty. Uh, Keisha, of course, I'm going to use my name. And Keisha Blush actually derived from that um, blushed hair uh, because I felt like 
after you get your hair done, it's like you're blushed. Like from me, you're going to smile. You're going to be happy. You're going to feel confident. I want my name to hold that power. And I just kind of stuck with it. It never changed. Um, and that's been since what? Ooh, a little bit long time, like 13 years back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a long time. So um, that name kind of stuck with me. Wow, that's a powerful story. And I just want to, first thing I want to start off saying, sorry for your losses. And oh, I commend you. your strength for being able to bounce back from those losses, moving around and still making it to where you are now. Because I, yes. because grieving and going through that type of stuff, I, I know everybody handles it handles it differently. And, you handle yes. it, and people handle it the way they see fit. I don't judge anybody either way, but I want to commend you for your strength to keep going. Oh, and, uh, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. So let's back I appreciate up. it. Oh, yes, ma'am. No problem. No problem. So let's back up to the Alabama State University and your time there. You kind of already went through that portion, but I, I want to talk about the HBCU experience in general. What was what was okay. that like for you? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was too amazing, actually. Okay. Um, and, you know, uh, just for uh, people that are listening or will be listening, um, those college students that's going off to college. I have a lot of um, college students as clientele. I let them know the real me and it, it could be not good or it could be good. However you want to take it uh, in college. I first came to college. Like I said, didn't know the career. I just knew that um, my aunt at the time, uh, my uncle, they wanted to see the best in me. They wanted to send me off to get great education and to see what exactly what I wanted to be or do. And I came in, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I came in like everybody else uh, partying and, <laughs> Uh, or not everybody, but I, I met some good people around that way. Partying, going out, um, living life, waking up in the morning, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, got a class, got to go back to the dorm, take a nap, uh, going to the football games, going to Magic City Classic, uh, which I still um, heavily love that tradition. Um, homecoming, which is going to be very big this year. And it's just a lot um, of great experiences that I've did experience in college um, of networking and meeting a lot of beautiful people. Um, I, I had a great college life. Um, it's bad and good mixed up with that. You know, you go through your hardships, um, which I, I don't mind ever talking about hardships. Um, wanted to move off campus, wanted to survive, um, wanted to pay bills. Like I was just so, so grown and uh, fortunate to try to be an adult. Uh, I got pregnant in college and it was my last year. Um, I had a lot going on, um, graduating. I had some um, issues I had going on with a professor and me. And it was like the world was just shattering down. I realized that because I have a, a, a one-year-old, well, she wouldn't even probably one at a time. Uh, I had to get out of here. I had to get out of school. Um, There's a lot of people on my uh, um, by my side. They were supporting me and just cheering me on. And I never thought that, I would even have to experience that. I just knew I was going to be the person. I'm going to wait to college and live my life and just go do that, get married. But it happened a little backwards, <laughs> but it's life. <laughs> um, I had a great experience in college. Uh, I never, if I could do it all over again, I definitely would. And again, you had a journey in college and that's, that's uh, just kind of go back to your, your life story. You just always figuring it out. That's so dope. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hit yeah. those, hey, for real. I mean, hitting those, hey, hitting those, hitting those roadblocks and just figuring out a way. And um, you said some earlier. You was in college. You were making a thousand dollars a week. You said you don't know there's a lot. But college student, you were rich. All right, you was a millionaire. Okay, thousand a week. <laughs> thousand a week. Like, 
Like, you are a millionaire. But I, I, you know, um, crazy to say, though, that like, I feel like ah, I always say this to myself. If I just had the right, or if it was me, if I just listened, if I knew how to save, if I knew how to money manage, I would have been. It's, it's like, where did that money go? You know, uh, that is one of my, I, I wouldn't take it as a regret, but it is. Uh, this definitely, if I can just lead my, my children to that, you know, in their future, it, it's different. It's a different hit when I realize I look back and say, dang, you were really doing it and you were really making it. Um, what happened? Like, um, what choices, what bad choices did you make so that you can, you know, live a better life in the future? And it took me a little while, um, you know, to get there. I'm um, trying to guide myself. Um, and sometimes I was a little stubborn. I didn't listen along <laughs> the road, but that's the main one. So um, I enjoyed making that money. And, and where did it go, Doug? Where did it go? Oh, shoot. You was in college. We, we where did it go? Oh, yeah. Nah, it's all good. Where we from? <laughs> Especially, you know how it is in the black community. We don't know nothing about yeah. no financial literacy. So you getting that, you yes. getting that money. You getting that money, that fast money. Legitimate money, but fast money nonetheless. Yeah. And you just like shoot 18 19 and it's like like you said earlier you did everything we all do in college we partied yeah. but most importantly you graduated and yes and and even even with the even getting pregnant and just all that stuff you just always figured it out and all those mistakes we made in college and I'm specifically speaking on those money mistakes because I can talk about those refund checks man you get 2000 couple thousand dollars at a time and <laughs> You think now? Because <laughs> you, because it, you it was packed. Everybody was happy on campus. It was like the pandemic when they dropped the check. It was like everybody <laughs> in the world is happy right now. Like that's right. how it was with school. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it was. And you thinking about you getting two grand, and that was the most money a lot of us had ever seen at one time. Yeah. And we 18, 19 true. years old. And so, nah, you didn't do anything wrong. And, and it's good that you made those decisions back then so now you learn from them so now right so now when you make a few dollars you, you know how to save and yeah and delay <laughs> it's still hard but i do I, I have learned my lesson i have i have yet i have learned my lesson don't say yet to learn but i've learned my lesson i promise <laughs> yes ma'am and that's what it's all about it's all about learning it's all good we hey nobody's perfect like like i yes. said that hbcu experience was, was top tier and i'm glad you enjoyed yourself yes i did i did Yes, ma'am. Can, so I give a, can I give a shout out to my ASU? Oh, go for it. Okay. Shout out to my ASU, uh, all of the Alabama State University colleagues, everyone that is attending right now that is one of the best HBCUs. And we're not going to put nothing behind it, period. We're going to stop it. Okay. I had to get that out. Oh, all good. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And then on top of that, then on top of that, you came out of that BA and hey, that BA. Yes. Hey, that BA okay. was. That was a great experience in terms of Ooh. learning how to write papers and present. Yes. <laughs> it was a lot, but it was well. I thank God for it. Yes, ma'am. So let's talk more yes. about Blush Hair Salon. What, okay. what products and services you got going on over there? Okay. Well, right now, um, in my industry, I, I am known for, at this moment, I'm known to do a lot of natural hair. Um, the ladies are wearing their hair pressed out a lot, which um, hence the name Silk Presses. And that is where I got in my top, I guess, my top name from right now. Um, I do everything. So is. I could do braids. I retire from braids. But I do have um, 
a lactation here. Um, she's amazing at what she does. I have a girl that does the um, the, the young girls like to wear the frontal lays and all that, and I love it. Um, I have a young lady that does that. I have a makeup artist, very very talented. Um, her name is Natasha Sawyer. Uh, I have to call her name out because she's been rocking with me for a long time. Um, I have a guy named Jeremy Reese. He he, I got some amazing talent up in here. Um, I got some amazing talent. Shout out to Cass and Kiana because I'm gonna definitely get their name out. They're like my team. Um, they keep me well grounded. They keep me together. Um, I have industry sisters. Um, uh, that also uh, come together and we just we just do our thing. We just do hair. Um. Like I said, we have hair, makeup. Um, right now, as far as products, um, we will be getting some products in soon, uh, which is lashes. Um, oh, what else are we getting in soon? Um, because I'm actually working on my actual product line in the next coming up. I don't want to give a date, but next coming up year. Um, shampoo, conditioners, um, system treatments. It's going to be a lot in store. So right now, I'm actually focusing on the marketing and the branding of my company. Social media plays a big role. Um, just tapping into that just a little bit. Instagram, um, Facebook, of course. Um, I'm a TikToker. <laughs> so uh, I use my talent for all um, platforms. I've gotten over probably two or three million views like on my real videos, uh, which that was amazing. Um, sorry, dude. That was an amazing feeling um, this year. Uh, when I reached those um, goals with my videos, because I really worked hard um, in the video, you can see me working a lot, but it's nothing like actually being here and watching it um, happen and watching that beauty form. Um, we have a lot to offer. Let's share. <laughs> we got so amazing challenge, Doug, because I keep going. It is amazing over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I appreciate you. Like that's what I want yes. you to do. Like break down everything you got going on over there. Sound like you got. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Y'all got a great environment, a great team, and y'all making it happen. Yes. yes. One more thing, Doug. Yes, ma'am. The, the atmosphere. A lot of clients always say when they come in, they feel this beautiful, positive energy. Um, I don't know if you're sure. I know you're sure about people using a lot of this year of energies and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like good vibes only. When you come into my salon, all that negative or any type of bad feelings, emotion that you had delves anything i've worked through the pandemic i've seen clients pass i've seen clients family pass children pass i've seen a lot i'm like almost a therapist basically <laughs> i don't want to classify myself mm -hmm. but i've seen a lot in this industry and a lot of people come in um are broken okay mm -hmm. just because you're getting your hair done doesn't really mean that it's focused on hair Sometimes it's actually a mental and physical um, emotion that um, comes up on women, men, um, even when you go to the barbershop. It's something about coming inside of a salon and going out, feeling a new person, but feeling even better than what you felt when you came in. So we do that over here, and I'm happy, and I pray God continues to um, bless my hands and bless all the workers that work with me or people that come in the future um, to come in here um, to be by my side and work. I love creating an environment. I'm not a, a, um, just a single studio that works by myself. I love working with other people. So I provide that space and um, area for people to feel comfortable and to be themselves also. Uh, Miss, you said you're not judgmental, and I'm the same way, Doug. I don't judge nobody. I can't. <laughs> so right. everyone is welcome. <laughs> everyone is welcome. As long as it's good energy and, you know, you're just coming to get whatever service you're going to get. And you're pleased and you're happy. And I make sure that everyone leaves 
um, if there's a problem, they can let me know that too. I'm very open about um, communicating those things too. That's dope. And that's even like in creating that atmosphere, like you said, and comparing it to like when fellas go to the barbershop, like that's, that's our therapy. Like I'm going to say you something like, Hairstylers like yourself and barbers, y'all don't realize it, but y'all are really out th- like y'all are therapists for real. Y'all just not licensed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Can I get paid for it? <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> you got, and you got, hey, you got, you probably had to go to school to get licensed for. <laughs> oh no, no, no more. I'm just kidding. Nah, I know, I know. That's nah, all good. <laughs> so yeah, so you, so you had this gift since you was 13 years old, and you went to school, yes. business, and you got things rocking and rolling. So let's transition over into the next portion. Whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to cover three things, the aha moment, action, and audacity. Let's go back to that aha moment when you first had the idea to open up your salon. What was Mm. that for you? Wow. You know what? Nobody really ever asked me that. That is crazy. I wouldn't be prepared, dude. You didn't prepare me. So (laughs) that was a good one. So, (sighs) okay. Sugar cold. (laughs) So I had some experiences at previous places. And I always thought to myself, I'm not comfortable. I don't feel like this is going to be a place where I'm going to stay. I'm going to be able to be my highest productive self. Mentally, just spiritually, all of that. Spiritually plays a big part of um part of like my my placement in hair. Um, my placement is just trying to transform people and dealing with so many different energies. I didn't find a place like that. The first place I was in, it was kind of a little chaotic. The, the next place I went to was like, oh, no, I got to go. Um, so when I finally said to myself, hey, you got to do it yourself. You got to do it yourself. And you got to try to do it the best way you can. I, th- I had a partner. Uh, shout out to Julie's Knox. I want to say his name. <laughs> uh Look, we still rolling. Um, great <laughs> hairstylist. Look, he's the industry. Like, in, in the men, shout out to the men in the hair industry. Like, y'all be doing it. Like, <sighs> amazing. So I had to get that out. So I I, I joined um, with him. He was a partner um, at the time. And it was beautiful. We 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 both grew from that because it was our first time. And uh, we ended up separating all, but we, we still together, you know, um, physically, mentally. He called me. I called him. Um Great relationship. We we separated, and now I'm doing my own thing. He's doing his own thing. But I definitely feel like the first time that all I got was I signed that lease, and I definitely had help um, from family, friends, just that support, that love, that it was going to be okay when I branched out. And I was going to have to take care of bills, and I was going to have to take care of, of course, you know, what they call overhead charges. And um, am I going to get workers? Is it just going to be us? Or is it just going to be me? Or is it going to be him? Like, it was just confusing. But I just stepped out on faith. I didn't think about it. I was like, look, I want this little place over here. Can can, can I get this? Or, you know, what I need to do? Um, and we just did it. I The first shop I had, I'm not going to lie, I, I shopped bargain. I went on like Marketplace. It's a thing on Facebook called Marketplace. I went on there and found salon chairs and dryers. Like this is my beginning. I didn't want to pull out any loans. Thank God. Um, praise God for that. I am proud to not have to pull out big loans to get my business where I needed it. Because um, I know that it's going to get there without that. Um, like you said, I had to learn how to save and, uh, you know, manage my money better. So I had everything that I needed. Um, and the team was going to get built later, but that all just came from honestly just believing that I can do it and just stepping out on faith. Like I, I knew that moment that it was going to be okay. It was going to work out. Like I need a business. <laughs> it's getting overwhelming. I didn't like the house. 
I didn't like people coming <laughs> to my house. No. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. But hey, it said, hey, okay. That's oh, yeah. true. Uh-uh. Need my privacy. Back up. Back up. That's all. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, absolutely not. That's a powerful aha moment. And hats off to you and your former partner for being able to Thank you. amicably and go y'all separate ways and not have any bad blood. Because a lot of times those oh, splits, no. you know, can get a little crazy, but you are way able to just... <laughs> Oh, it could. You're right. Yes, yeah, that's my dog. As I said, and he's a great hairstylist. He's he's about to get ready to go to Texas. <laughs> so, just in case this podcast is gonna reach, we in Texas, Houston, Texas. Julius Knox is gonna be your man, 2023. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I gotta say that for him. <laughs> no problem. So, from the time you had your aha moment to step out there and get your own salon, how long did it take you to take action towards getting that done? Oh, you know what? I think we, when we went in there, we just went in there. It was like, we was working probably the next week. Like, I, we didn't have all our stuff together, but we was just working in there until we just build up um, homeowners or if you get your new apartment, you know, that feeling of when you're going in, you're like, hey, everything ain't perfect, but we finna make it worth it. We finna make the money. <clears throat> so it wasn't more of a, let's close this building down to prepare yourself. We just went in there. It was like real raw. We just went in there and started working. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a chair. We had like a little thing, put our hairbrush and everything. It was like that. Well, you probably savage, but it didn't stay that way. So <laughs> um, it was just all about no matter what, we had that that clientele, though. The clientele really is the, is, is the, the keeper. You have a good clientele. They're going to roll with you anywhere. That gave me the more confidence as well to go on and, and to believe in myself that I can do this. Um, so if, if that answer your question, Doug, or what I need to add to it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, that's fine. I mean, that's no, you you jumped okay. right in. It wasn't that's all good. So from the time you had the idea to open up your own, you went right into it. You didn't spend a whole bunch of time thinking, overanalyzing, you went right mm-hmm. at it. That's dope. Yeah. I just had to do it, yeah. Cause if not, I would have probably been still <laughs> analyzing and that's not good because i got hair to do <laughs> so. no, no doubt i mean and it's so important like and it's so cool that you went right after it because a lot of times we talk ourselves out of things because we sat there and we overthink and you knew exactly yeah. what it was and you went after it so that's dope and um the last portion that audacity i believe to me audacity is the bridge that connects the aha moment to the action so who mm. what gave you that audacity to step out there? You've already covered it, but if it's anything else outside of family and friends, who, who or what gave you that audacity? Oh, Lord. You know what? It, I ain't going to lie. I mean, physical form, of course, like I said, family and friends. But I would definitely say, um, I would definitely say, God, like, I know that might sound, it might sound cliche um, to even, um, to even probably say that but honestly god gave me that um no one else can really give me that that energy or that feeling to feel like um um to feel like excuse me that at that moment um i needed a push i needed um a motivation uh, th- thinking about where i came from thinking about where i am now um you know not having any parents at a certain age that that did mentally kind of like you know frustrate me or um it it, it gave me reason to think that sometimes like oh god i hope that you know i'm doing the right thing am i bleeding the right way or like it 
nobody can really give me that but God just that spiritual inside of just that spiritual feeling inside of me to go out and just do it um that was the biggest push I can say that I went to church I uh even though I went to clubs and stuff I definitely went and prayed on my knees you know um when I went through moments of wanting to give up which I have had moments like that um in the industry of wanting to give up and just you know let me just get a job or let me just do this you know I got kids um married it was, it was a lot mentally going on with me and um kids are definitely big motivation for me because I I, I can't lose with them I, I just can't um but definitely I would say the spirit of God just came beside me he gave me that push he was the greatest one <laughs> no that's dope and that's not cliche I mean I yes. that's a and that answer requires no further anything added on to it god did i, I love it i pose with it thank you thank you <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> so blush has salon has done great things i know great things are coming down the pipeline which leads to my next portion vision what are your short-term and long-term goals for the business okay um as far as long-term i would say just making sure you can hear me in this area i'm sorry can you hear me that's all good. Yeah, you good. Okay, to go. okay great. <laughs> um, as far as long term goals, my long term goals is definitely to. <laughs> definitely, I don't know why I keep saying cliche. I need to stop saying it because this is my goals. Yeah, so exactly. I want to be bigger and better. <laughs> like that is the goal. <laughs> I want to become bigger and better. Uh, we're bigger, not having to be the most fanciest galore um, of the salons or businesses on the block, but I want it to be somewhere where many minds can meet many different like I said energies can come together and they can feel at home um one of my big goals um the long-term goals like I said with the products I want to have my products very heavily um by next year um is one of my biggest goals and just for the shop um hopefully people that um are with me my team if they decide to leave I am a person uh, I like for more people to come in and just grow with me um I am kind of like clean to my people because I know like what they've been through. They also know what I've been through in the industry. So it's like family, you know, so long term, I hope that they're still here. But at the same time, opening up a door um, where it can invite more people in um, younger generation if they want to come in and just have a place to grow, um, giving the opportunity to um <clears throat> the younger generations, excuse me, as though I had when I first started off um, working, um, which I started out working in the, in the barbershop because I, I missed that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh -huh. I, you know, that was an opportunity for me and it was an amazing opportunity. Um, so shout out to Albert Oliver. I got to say that New Beginnings Barbershop. It's, it's one of the most popular barbershops in Montgomery, Alabama. I'm going to say it. Uh, He's been around a very long time. And that was a very, um, a very good start for me, um, which created long term as far as now. Short term, I can't say um, short term, like I said, with product, uh, where I see my business going right now is um, just a lot of marketing, a lot of things that I already do on social media to help in um, just not myself, but everybody else grow as well. Uh, we kind of help each other, if I can say that, because everybody piggybacks off one another um, here. Um, I don't really have like a extreme short term um, goal, but to just stay focused and to just to make sure that um, I can reach my long term with what I'm going to be able to do now, uh, which is I have a lot of things in my head, Doug. I don't know. I have to write, <laughs> I have to write some <laughs> <stuff> down. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's no, all good. I have to write some of these down. But um, 
short term is just really to just stay focused, um, just keep marketing, keep pushing myself out there even more. Um, doing podcasts such as um, that you have and giving the platform for people with business is definitely amazing. If I can just say that right quick, Doug, I really appreciate you. Um, and this is a wonderful um, platform that can also help me as well. Just things of this and not missing out on opportunities um, that come before me uh, with being just too busy or unfocused. So um, short term goals is really just stay focused and to make sure that um, I could be able to prosper even more um, in the field and, you know, business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And no, that's great. Those are short. Those are great short term and long term goals. And I have no doubt that you'll bring them to fruition and you'll continue to grow the brand bigger and bigger. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So as we wrap up the podcast, I want to ask a million dollar question. I started mm-hmm. this podcast because I wanted to highlight the greatness of the city, whether you were born here or lived here for a significant period of your life. You've been here. You come in here for the Alabama, your college at the Alabama State University and still residing here. I want to ask you, what do you appreciate the most about the gump? Oh, um, I can definitely say the gump is going to hold you down. You know, uh, the gump is, <laughs> is, 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 is the platform. I feel that's that's for me. Um, I appreciate the city just being able to show love, being able to um, support me on my behalf, um, being able to give me, like I said, a platform to start my business to stay here. Um, I don't feel any hate from the city. Um, It's all love, you know, and I, I love that about Montgomery. Uh, I love that about Montgomery and Gumptown people, whatever they might call it. I'm down uh-huh. with them. I'm in here too. You know, I've been here long enough where if I haven't left yet, it's pretty good. And I know how I am. <laughs> so um, the city has done amazing things. Um, they are doing amazing, um, more amazing things for the city. Um, you're going to have your pros and cons everywhere. But like I said, um, Gump has definitely shown a lot of love to me. So I ain't going to complain on this end. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. I can see myself staying here a little longer. Um, I don't feel like a push. I feel like I'm definitely growing here. I don't feel stuck. So with me, I just can't be too stuck. So if I'm here and I'm thriving and it's going good, like, honestly, I it's okay with me. It's, it's definitely good here. Yes, ma'am. Great, great. So how can the people connect with you, Keisha? What are your social media handles? Okay. I have Facebook. Uh, Facebook name would be Keisha Blush, K-E-S-H-A, um, Blush as far as the makeup. And also you can, um, on Instagram, I have Blushed Hair, uh, Blushed with the E-B on the end of it. I hope I'm saying it right. Also, um, just in case I'm going to drop it also uh, when I get ready to um, post this or Doug drops it, we're going to have that information in there as well, just in case I ain't saying it right, y'all. I could talk, but I'm from the South, so I got to let you talk. <laughs> I got a lazy tongue, but um, blush hair Instagram. If you're on TikTok, it's Keisha Blush as well. And I love TikTok, Doug. So people, I don't care. Go on TikTok. It's fun there. I love it there. <laughs> <laughs> and my work is being displayed in a good manner there too. So it's um, Keisha Blush, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, blush hair. So however you want to look me up. Or you can Google it as well too. And it'll take you straight to my links as well. Yes, ma'am. And of course, I'll put all of the information in the description of the episode. Hey, Keisha, thanks again for the conversation. I really appreciate you. Thank you, too, Doug. I hope you have an amazing day. You, too. Talk to you soon. Yes, Bye. ma'am. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone.
Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.